Welcome back to Random Acts of Tangent. I am Adam. I am joined by Cowboy. That's me. Yeah, so welcome back because it's been a while. Uh, Randoms has been a while. It's it's welcome back for you and for us as well. Yes. Uh, last podcast that was posted on Random Acts of Tangent was back in May, uh, titled Happy Easter, apparently. Yeah, but the last one I remember was very personal. Yes, and that was about three or four before that. It's it's, uh, it's it's been a while. There's been a lot of things happening in, in my life, in our lives, uh, collectively. Where the podcast hasn't been as regular uh, as I would like. No, but you're right. I have committed to doubling down and recommitting. My commitment is to recommit uh, to the, to the podcast. <laughs> you set a goal and you put a stake in the ground. Yes, the the stake is in the ground, and uh, for the year of 2020, Random Acts will come back in full force. 2020. The idea is uh, spoilers will continue as it always has uh, every week. Okay. Uh, Random Acts will also become every week. So you're giving more work to me? No. Uh, barely. <laughs> a little uh, bit. I'm going to be here anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do a thing where it's going to be Random Acts with, with us, the crew, the Random Acts of Tangent crew, the Rat Pack, if you will. Yep. And also intertwined with a bunch of interviews from, from random people. Also, we'll talk about some exciting news about a possible studio. Yes, as well. that, that I, there is a studio that is on the horizon, which I am looking at. Okay. Uh, that may or may not come to fruition uh, by the end of January. Commercials, tidbits, videos. Oh, we have so many ideas and thoughts. <laughs> oh, we, man. We've had so many ideas and thoughts over the years that we're going to now start putting in into uh, realization, if that's yeah. a proper way to say that. I don't know. Not, uh, we're going to make it true. Yes. It, it will, our fantasies will become our realities, but not in the way – with Vera goggles. I know, <laughs> Dang it, I know, you I knew you were going there. I got them right here. They're, they're right here. Yeah. We, by, by the way, you know, we're not doing video, but I did my hair for this episode mm, just to let you know. It's true. It looks very fancy. I have hair. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I look very Zach Morris. Is, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I can yeah see. I can see that. All right, yeah. cool. You just need a giant brick to hold up to, uh, and also to be able to uh, freeze time. I'll use my vape. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing sexy back. Yep. No. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've been on a break, uh, but we're going to be we're coming back. This is the first official random acts for for a while, but they will be coming more regularly. Introducing what we plan for the future. Yes. So uh, we were talking just before the podcast, before we started recording. Uh, Cowboy, you've been going back and listening to older episodes and <sighs> making some realizations uh, about yourself and others. I, I'm, I'm the bit- biggest critic of myself. You said big, the biggest. I did, but okay. I corrected it. All right. See, biggest. I'm, I'm being a critic now of, of, of you. You know what? So. Stop rolling your eyes at me. <laughs> no, I, I'm the biggest critic of myself. Yeah. So, but oh, the hardest thing about being the biggest critic of myself is actually – watching or listening okay because i don't want to tear myself apart Mm. so um lately on the spoilers i've been watching and listening to the spoilers all right that i've been on with you and maestro and i've noticed things that i didn't like about myself 
uh, interjecting, uh, being, uh, okay, uh, growing up, my mom always used to tell me I am a ham. Right. I am center stage. I've got to be seen. I've got to be, you know, heard. And I've, I've noticed that listening to previous podcasts of spoilers that I interrupt a lot. Okay. And I, I've noticed things that I, I do that I, I – <laughs> in watching the videos on, on, on Facebook, I never noticed it just listening to the podcast. But watching the videos, I've noticed – Facial expressions. Okay. And a lot of the times, facial expressions and body movements, body language can tell you more than absolutely anything. There's a whole show about that with the uh, with Cal Lightman or uh, Mr. Orange from Reservoir Dogs. Uh, that was me. Lie to me. Yes. Yeah, you got mad at me for that. Yes, because I wanted to be him so bad. Yeah, well, you know. Have you seen Lie to Me? It's an amazing show. I love that show. It's all about micro expressions. I'm so bad. I'm so mad. Not bad. Mm. I'm so mad. Okay. This is very yeah. intoxicating. Um, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so mad that that show got canceled mm. because it was great. Yes. And I wanted more afterwards and uh, nope, didn't yeah. get re-signed. Unfortunately. It was, it was a great show. But anyway, g- going back to me, mm. <laughs> um, watching the video, I, I, I realized even you. There are certain oh, is certain right? instances oh, where no. it's like where me as the Leo that I am center stage look at me blah 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 got to be the light of the show okay um, people get irritated with that all right which is not wrong <laughs> okay. and I I can say it's not wrong because um, this is a podcast with many people on it right every everybody should be able to be heard. Okay, but one of the other critiques that I had is exactly what you've been doing. Okay, since we started the show just now, is <laughs> you are you, in some ways you're the same as me. Okay. If somebody's talking, you're like, okay, uh huh, uh huh, okay, okay, okay. It, it's just it's it's an automatic reaction, right? To like, let the other person know that I'm hearing you. Yes, I understand. And and I was critiquing that, and I was like, oh, I need to I need to knock that out, you know. No, but because in in an audio medium, this is where podcasting is. Uh, those little interjections of just the like, uh huh, yep, okay. It's it's I think it's a way to get across audibly, audibly. The okay, vis- the visual nod. Yeah. If, if this was video, I could just I could just be nodding at you the entire time, and it's and, and just effective. But in the audio medium, it's. It's, it's it's an affirmation. Yeah, continue. I get it. I get, you're I, I absolutely you're, you're absolutely correct. But right. then you listen to um, radio shows like Gary and Shannon. Okay. And yeah, you know, which we had an idea for a podcast yes, at one did. point, oh which I still would love to do that. I've that would be about great. It until you just mentioned, but um, you have you, diagrams. You have drawings. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the problem, folks. We have so many ideas that we do not follow through with. Right. And they're great ideas. That, you know, eventually that'll happen. But anyway, um, I, I listen to shows like that, and y- you hear the interaction between Gary and Shannon when Gary's talking. So you not feel weird about saying okay? Should I not be saying okay? <laughs> no, you should. Okay. It's, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> I have no problem with it right. because as I was uh, <laughs> listening to myself and critiquing myself, I was like, you know, I, I had the same realization as you. Um, if it's not on Facebook Live, even if it is on Facebook Live, it's audio. 
right. people are going to be listening to it, they need to know that everybody else in the room is kind of paying attention. Right. You know, <laughs> um, where in in the podcast is different than a radio show. Yeah, where you have Gary and Shannon. Gary's going off and doing his portion, but you also have Shannon who interjects or interrupts and says her piece. But <clears throat> what's different is you don't hear Gary going, "Uh huh." Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, you don't hear that. You don't see that. You don't hear that because he doesn't. If she interjects, he's like, and then he interjects. But I also found out that hmm. they kind of rehearse. Oh, is that right? Not not well, like not like sit there in front of a mic and rehearse, but they go through what they're covering. Right. You know. Okay, this is your part, and they they sort of have a little bit of a script, you know. Oh, this this is coming up. You're going to say this, and I'm going to say that. That makes sense. Did you ever you know? listen to uh, Gary in the mornings? Uh, he was on Sunday mornings, and he oh, yeah. had his, his, his news nuggets. Everything that he did was it felt like it was scripted out, but not in like a bad way. But like, he had a very detailed outline. He seems like the kind of guy that would structure everything. Structured. He's yes. very structured. Exactly right. Yeah, and I think he, he was a comedian. Right. And yeah, I, I think he, 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 at one point. even his com- comic. Comedic, comedic, com- comedic, comedic. <laughs> right. We're going to make our own language here. Yep. Uh, hopefully, you have Google Translation, and that is not going to work. No. Um, but even then, right now, the Gary and Shannon show—they have the nine news nuggets you need to know. Oh, do they on Fridays? Oh, yeah. They still do it. I should and, check and that show out, dude. This, this show is great because they have so many gimmicks and so many things, and and one of these days on a Friday. They have what they call news and brews. Yes. You and I need to go to a news and brews. Right. The, and, like Huntington Beach was the last one, I think. Yeah, they, they do them all the time. They actually had one that you might have liked. It was um, Headlines and Wines. Ooh. News and Brews. It was at a winery. All right. And it was Headlines and Wines. And I thought you would like that. Fantastic. I'm, I, I'm not a big wine person, but uh, – Gary is not yet. I don't think. But Gar- also before me, you weren't a big whiskey person or an IPA person. You and know now- what? You corrupt me, and <laughs> and I have no problems with it. But uh, <laughs> Gary's not a big wine person either. But the the winery, they also had some brews and stuff right. you know, that you can do. But uh, I, I love how when they do the uh, when they have an upcoming news and brews on a Friday, usually is when it is uh, on Monday. That or Tuesday, they start telling you now is the time to start faking that cough and start, you know, start <laughs> trying to get people like, you calling sick, you know, on Friday. Oh, and nice. In fact, I think they have a news and brews this Friday. Oh, I just don't know where it's at. <laughs> <coughs> I got a frog in my throat. A little bit. Yeah. No, but uh, it, it's it's. I, I really want to go with one these after Friday, so it's even yeah, yeah. It's just not going to matter anyway. But. Um, I'm a big critic of myself and trying right, to uh, – but but the good thing about it is I've always tried to better myself. You know, being a big critic of yourself makes you better than you are. Absolutely. You know, if you don't critique yourself, you don't you, – you can't look at yourself and say, what what could I do better? Then you're not growing. And if yeah. you're not growing, you're dying. Uh, yes. I was about to say that, you son of a bitch. Sorry. Uh, but no, the, the – back in the day uh, – Actually, this April coming up, this April will be ten years since the podcast started. That's has, has it been that long? It's been ten years since the podcast started in April. I can still remember the first time I ever saw you guys podcasting. I wasn't on it, right? 
There was a gentleman, I, I don't know what it's called, PK. Uh, Oddball was the Oddball. name of the podcast. Oddball. Yeah, he was on a couple episodes. I, I came by because yeah. I was going to be playing poker. Yes. That night oh with you guys. God, we haven't had a poker night in forever. I, I was just saying the other day to Annie, we need to have another poker night again. I have, I have the chips. Actually, so do I. I found mine. I, ha- I found somebody's chips. They used to come to the poker nights. They left them behind. Are they salt and pepper them. chips or jalapeno? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're fish and chips. They cuddle? <laughs> cuddle cooked? No, fish and chips. Yeah. No, mm. but we used to have poker nights. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, we, we had the whole week scheduled out where uh, Monday was poker nights and Tuesday was uh, different nights. I forget what they were all now, but. That was back in our single days. Oh, my God. It was, it was well, crazy I, times. I wasn't single, but sort of. Uh, I was very selfish. I was okay. The podcast started. I was newly single, and and so was Rex. We were both newly single, and there was a lot of venting happening at the beginning of the podcast about our exes and stuff. I never named names. We grew up from that, though. Yes, we're we're in a much better place now. Yeah, but would you say much more mature? <laughs> in certain ways, yes. yes. In other ways, right. no. We're exactly it's the kind same. Of a wash. Yeah. Uh, certain, in the ways that we are more mature, other ways we're less mature. So it's kind of a it evens out, I think. There, so we're flatlined. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're flatliners. <laughs> That's not flatlining. It's a flatliner. It's a country song. Yeah, I know. Who sings it? Uh, George. Dirks. Bentley. No. Damn it. No, Dirk Bentley is it, but he doesn't. I don't think he sings it. No, it's. Uh, I have it on my list. It's on my. No, no, my no, 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 no. I, gosh, dude, if you didn't. Oh, you don't know it now? Oh, you no, know I do know it, but if you didn't, it's. Uh, don't, don't you dare tell me because it's going to. Cole Swindell. Nope. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I've been drinking too much. Flat liner. No, it is Dirk Bentley. No. Final answer? Fuck! <laughs> That's not my fact. It, it's not fuck. It is not. No, right. flat- the answer is the, is the worst. It is. Cole Swindell. <laughs> Cole Swindell! <laughs> That's a fun song. No, it's a great song. I love it. I love it. It's, it's a good song, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Josh Turner Firecracker is a good song, too. Mm, Josh, Josh Turner. Josh, Josh yeah. Turner. I can't even get my voice that low. <laughs> I try to sing them during karaoke, which we love to do karaoke. Yes, we do. Yeah. By the way, since we're uh, announcing things for the future, uh, 2020 is going to be the year of Random Access Tangent coming back in full force, as well as Red Pack Productions in full force with commercials. Yes. We got a lot of things we're, we're planning out. Hey! In July. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's one of them. Uh, <laughs> You'll get it in the future. In July, uh, Cowboy and I are going to be throwing our joint birthday parties. Yes. Our birthdays are both. We're both Leos. Leo. He described himself as a different kind of Leo than I am. We are both technically You're more Leos. submissive, Leo. Yeah. I kind of like the submissive type. All right. I'm, Wait. I'm going to brush right past that. That's. Because I refuse to acknowledge it because I'm submissive. Uh, <laughs> we, we're doing. Hey, you. <laughs> get your damn hands off her. <laughs> All right, Marty. Uh, no. George. 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 Yes. McFly. Yes. Uh, in July, we're going to be doing a birthday party, a joint birthday party that's going to be called The Greatest Show Tunes, which is loosely based off of Greatest Showman and all the show tunes we love to sing constantly, yes. especially at bars uh, when we've maybe had a couple too many. <laughs> C- couple? 
Yeah. You limited it to two too uh, many? Uh, a couple dozen too many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was just, yeah. We're definitely Ubering. We're Ubering. It's, it's karaoke. Oh, yes. It's, it's going to be at a karaoke establishment, which will be named later. And there will be a lot of show tunes. So if you're not liking show tunes, you should not be part of it. And, and costumes are highly recommended. Well, they're required for us. Yes. Everybody else. Is. Everybody else is highly recommended. <laughs> not required, but highly recommended, yep. meaning if you don't show up in a costume, you're not going to show up. Ooh. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> yeah, you'll be there. I mean, I, mean, I don't understand. They're not gonna we'll, we'll find a part for up. you. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Oh, what man. Good times. <laughs> we're, we're talking about the future. We're talking about the future of Random Acts Tangent, the yep. stake in the ground, the uh, – the, the the high priority for us to actually get this taken off, right? Uh, oh, but going back, you were talking about the uh, you were watching the uh, the episodes and critiquing yourself. Oh yes, I, I did this myself at the beginning when when the podcast first started almost ten years ago. By now, I was editing every single podcast heavily uh, because there was a lot of things that were happening, a lot of uhs and ahs and long pauses in between because we didn't know what we were doing. We, we all I knew was that I wanted to do a podcast, and it was inspired by uh, Frosty, Heidi, and Frank, uh, Tim Conway, uh, Conway and Whitman at the time. Uh, there was Tom Likas and Adam Carolla. They, they all started taking over what is now Amp Radio. It used to be called KLSX. And Carolla took over for Howard Stern on KLSX. And I remember seeing a billboard saying, Carolla's going to be on there. I'm like, hey, I know Carolla from... Loveline. I used to like Loveline because I used to try to get With Doctor Drew. Yeah, I used to yeah. try to get real life sexual experience imparted to me from them, and then Corolla by was, listening to them or by, calling into them. Uh, I called in once, never got on the air. Uh, but they they were. I, I I took it as an education. Is that what she said? <laughs> you never got on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the queue, but I never got up. Wrong hole. <laughs> yeah. But I, I remember Corolla being like a nuisance on that show, but also thinking he was entertaining. Because I'm, 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 I'm listening to the radio thinking, teach me things, teach me things. And Corolla's like, here's the things about flamingos. I was like, what? Yo, that, 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 was the, that was the greatest thing about that show because you had Dr. Drew, the serious love language guy. Right. And then you had Adam Corolla saying, no, no, what you want to do is you just want to bend her over. Right. You just want to bend her over and smack her so hard that you leave a handprint hold on, on her hold butt. On, hold on. Is that, a, is that a smoke detector in the background? <laughs> <laughs> With the battery you haven't changed? But oh, that, yeah. was, that was the entertainment factor. It was. And, and I think that critiquing myself <laughs> is like – I've talked to you about this before. It's like, no, I, I don't like the way that sounds. You're like, no, but that's the entertainment part of it. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's yep. what makes it entertaining. You know, your, your little tidbits, your little throw-ins, your little whatever, that's what makes it entertaining. That's what makes you you. Right. So if you're going to critique it and you're going to change all of that, you're taking away you. Right. You're taking away the redneck, silver bullet drinking what, cowboy. What you're doing is you're sitting yourself down in front of a crystal and the essence is getting sucked out of you in order to feed a different life form that might want to live forever. But that crystal is broken and there's a shard <laughs> and that shard needs to yes. be replaced. Don't take away the essence is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> By the way, we So did, what we I was talking that, about <laughs> dark crystals on uh, spoilers, which is uh, the movie we were referencing. Which reminds me, a lot of the movies we've been doing <laughs> on uh, spoilers have been 
we've done a lot of movies from my past as a kid right. that have, I, I'm partial to because it's nostalgic. Absolutely. Okay? The next episode we're doing, it's not an old movie. It's a newer movie. Right. Okay? But it's still nostalgic because it's based on a novel. Uh, oh. uh, a take on a novel, right? You know, and so in in essence, it's still nostalgic because it makes me think about it. Uh, during the movie, and uh, you hear the podcast uh, dropped relatively soon. In fact, uh, in the next couple of days, there was a part of the movie I was laughing at a joke, and Andy looked at me like, "Why are you laughing at that joke? That's a dumb joke. That that, that joke is meant for children." It's like. Um, yeah, we're kind of children. It's a, these are the ways we have not matured. You see, we're, we're parents. <laughs> we're, we're parents, right? You know, we're dads. Yeah, dads. So we are the epitome of dad jokes. All right, uh, I'm gonna say it again on the podcast later, or when you hear it on spoilers. There was a, there was a line where the guy says, "Like, I'm gonna take you to a place that's gonna take your breath away," and the guy's like. Like forever? <laughs> oh yes, dude! That character in the sh- in the movie was amazing, dude. Yeah, uh, I loved it. He he epitomizes what I would do for my kids. Right. I, I would go dig up a <laughs> gold boulder and try- think that oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get this back. The movie, to- by the way, it's Journey Two, uh, Mystery Island, the Mystery Island, which Journey Two, the Mystery Island. I think that's just a long title. Journey to the Mystery Island, you see? But it's Journey, the number two. Colon. The Mystery Island. Yeah, based on Jules Verne's uh, books and whatnot. But anyway, that's on spoilers. Check that out. uh, Coming up very soon. Which, you know, I wasn't a reader growing up, so I didn't read a lot of books. But I I wasn't either. I've become a reader. You've become a listener. I've become Um, a (laughs) listener. I I did read when I was younger because I did enjoy it. But once I got to the point where I was, like, out of school and didn't have to read – anymore for real yeah I, and i was like no more no, see mine's the opposite when i was in school nah cliff notes oh my god <laughs> i did the same thing there, there, there was one project i had to read the hobbit uh the, the first the hobbit book and there was a there was an app that was called like a gorilla something purple gorilla something where it was it was an app that i found online that wait, you wait wait hold on you had apps in high school it was an application it was a software. This was on a computer, not on a Because I had a pager, a beeper. They not, didn't even call it. They, no. It was a beeper. This was, this was on my PC computer, Windows 95. So this was way back in the day. And I, it, was a, it was called Gorilla Something, where if you typed something in, the gorilla would read it to you or say it out loud. So you could say, like, hello, I'm a gorilla. And it was like, hello, I'm a gorilla. So I found an online website for Cliff Notes, copy-pasted the entire Cliff Notes, and had the gorilla read it to me, the cliff notes. So I was doing audiobooks before audiobooks were a thing. Um, so I listened to the whole Hobbit, wrote my report on that. Did it sound like a speaking spell or? Um, it, w- it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, it was amazing. But looking back now, it would be like, it would be, oh, eh, eh, oh, eh. <laughs> Oh At the gosh. time, that was amazing, and I read the entire book, listened to the entire cliff notes in, <laughs> in just like an hour. Versus reading the entire book. So you're saying you missed the curve on developing an app. <laughs> Somebody else developed it. I just I capitalized on it. Oh, I was very proud of that. Man, if they only had inventors.com back then. Mm. You know. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't know. We're at the backs of tangents. Welcome back. But in all honesty, our dad jokes <laughs> are on point. 
and and oh, I have yeah, I have no qualms or, or no issues with my dad jokes. I said I tell them at work, you know. Oh yeah, and I, it's, it's a badge. It's a badge of honor to me. Absolutely, because even if they don't laugh, there's a look that's like that's as good as a laugh. And some of the dad, <laughs> some of the dad jokes I come up with, like, even now today, somebody goes, "Okay, so I'll be like cheese." Queso. <laughs> right? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> and and I, I'm, I work in a deli, right? So, like, oh, hey, you like that cheese? Yeah, it's very Gouda. You know? And they'll be yep. like, oh, check it out. I'm sorry. That joke was cheesy. And it, it just continues, right? It's just yeah. continu- the joke continues. But it gets them. And, and I, I don't know. I think growing up, that's just always been my way to um, not react but uh, connect with people. Right, you know, my, me joking, sarcastic, whatever. That's that's been my connection with people, you know, getting to understand people. And 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 in saying that, it's like I try to bring out the best in people. Okay, you know, and and I've always, for the most part, been like that. Tried to like make light of situations, or or, or even like my wife. We <laughs> if if we're in a heated debate or an argument or something like that. There'll be a point in that argument or debate where I will crack a joke. Yes. To I'm lighten insane. the mood. Exactly. You, you got to lighten the mood because, A, I, nothing's so serious in life that you can't have a conversation, heated, whatever, that you can't laugh about. You know, I, I've always told my wife, you know, I, I'm with you because I want you, not because I need you. Nice. If, if our relationship ever becomes a point where I feel like I'm only in it because I need you, that's not a relationship that's, anymore. That's not healthy. Because what happens if that is the purpose that I'm with you is because I need you, then what happens when I get to a point where I don't need you anymore? Right. Then what? Our relationship's gone? You know? Yeah. I'll just – it's over. It's terminated. You know? No. So it, – I never look at my relationship with my wife as I need her to survive, you know. And, and now I just got way too serious. Let's go back to no, the fight. I, I told Danny from the beginning, when we were dating, I, I brought up very clearly at the beginning, humor always comes first. And a lot of the time it's going to be at her expense and also at my expense. I, I The most jokes I crack are at my own expense, constantly. I have no problem. Yes. And it's if somebody makes a joke at my expense... I'll be like, that wasn't good enough. Here's a better joke at my own expense. <laughs> I have no... <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you think that's funny? No. No, I've never had a problem embarrassing myself. Right. In fact, I go out of my way to embarrass people around me. Because <laughs> it doesn't bother me one bit. I don't care, especially if I'm in a, a, a room or a place with people that I'm probably never going to see again. Right. Uh, let's be honest. It's me. Even if I am going to see him again, I don't care. You know, well, we were talking about this uh, a couple weeks ago. We both had a very similar experience where we got to embarrass ourselves in a ridiculous fashion with the guise of it wasn't me. Uh, it was my last date night that I went with Annie. We went to a comedy hypnotist. Oh, yes, hypnotist. <laughs> yes. Turns out, it seems we both went to the same hypnotist. You went to one in Vegas. Yes. I was in Pasadena. It seemed to be the same hypnotist. You're right. Right. And I went completely insane on stage against if, – if anybody that knows me in like actual life besides my core group of friends 
were to see that, they would have flipped their lid, not understood it. In fact, I, I, I have a friend uh, at work that I had on Facebook for some reason, and he saw that picture. He's like, are you giving that guy a lap dance? <laughs> mm, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> keep him from seeing that again. Yeah, ooh, hide post. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a cool guy. But uh, it, 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 what, getting the guy, stage, the, the guy at your work, or the guy you were giving a lap dance to? <laughs> everybody's fine. Everybody's good. <laughs> Was he really fine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to act a fool on stage, and uh, we, we compared stories afterwards, and they're very similar experiences. Oh yeah, and because we, I, I think we both have that kind of improv training. Yeah, and uh, although I think yours was a little bit different than mine was, as far as the experience was, uh, that for How me. So? Uh, you're not sure whether or not you were hypnotized, right? I, to be quite honest with you, um, I'm that way anyway. Uh, okay. It wouldn't matter, but on stage, I think I think we have a different take of hypnotist, hypnotized, okay. being hypnotized, where I do, I remember everything. That happened when I was hypnotized. Uh, Do you remember consciously making the choices yes. to do what you were doing? Okay. Yes. But I think when, when I think of hypnotized, uh, I wouldn't have had a problem doing that anyway if I was in an act or something like that. Um, right. I was in theater arts in high school. And in your thespian troupe. 903. Right. Lifetime member. <laughs> inaugural member. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I still have my card laminated. But anyway, um, <laughs> when, when I was on stage, it was almost like the hypnotizing just made me so calm and so relaxed that I didn't care. Okay. It wasn't so much like it hypnotized me to the point where I wasn't going to remember what I was doing, but I, I fed into what was suggested of me to do. Like it, okay. it, it heightened my mind, Your suggestibility? my suggestibility. Okay. Like when he suggested something, it was like instantaneously. It was like boom! I know what I'm going to do. Okay. You know, it, it it wasn't it wasn't a matter of I had to sit there and think about what I was going to do. It was like the thought, the 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 hip being hypnotized. When he gave me a thought of say, now you're you're at the count of three, you're going to wake up and and you're you're going to be token on a on a on a bong or you're going to be ripping a joint and you're going to be the highest you ever. A, I've never done drugs in my life. I've never <laughs> been high in my life. I've never okay. done weed in my life. But watching the DVD of that, you swear when you look at me, I'm a druggie. Right. I am high. I am token on a freaking bong. Well, or even, even though you haven't done it, I'm, I'm sure you've been around a lot of people that have. So you, well, yeah. So you, you know the perception. You know yeah. how they act. So you can just embody that as part of your thespian. But but it was so it was so it was so natural. Right. That's what I think the hypnotizing did to me. It made it natural. It made it to where when the suggestion was made to me and I was acting it out and I was doing it, it 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 came natural to me. Even though I've never been in that situation before. Right. And I had the same kind of experience, but in my mind, I was thinking, I was, I was going back to my improv days when I was doing improv uh, for comedy sports and whatnot back in the high school days. <clears throat> that here's an audience suggestion do that and go for it. And even back in the, when I was doing improv, and I came back from an alumni match one time, and I just, I, I was going for it 100%. And I even messed up my hair and I did some weird things with my clothes. 
and I even got a, a brown bag file for saying inappropriate things. But it, it, it's just once once you're in that space, or once I was in that space, it just everything else disappeared, and that was my 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 duty was to put on a show. Were, were you in theater or anything like that? In, yes. In high school? Okay. Uh, you did improv stuff. Right. They, they were exercises. You know, when when you were in, be, in between plays before casting of plays, you would still have assignments and stuff like that. You would go on stage and stuff. There was one improv um, exercise that we did in high school called, um, oh my gosh, uh, Hitchhiker. Okay. Uh, and it was great. It was so much fun. You would literally – you would have four seats on stage, okay? And they would be positioned as front seats of a car and back seats of a car. Okay. Okay? Yes. And basically you would have the driver and what, then – What you call it? Hitchhiker? Hitchhiker. Yes. I, yes. Okay. okay. It's and, all coming back to me now. Yeah. And so you would have, <laughs> you, you would have a tri- driver, you'd have two back passengers, and you would have a front seat passenger. Right. And then – Oh, my God. So, and and uh, everybody in the car had to take on the traits of the hitchhiker. Yes. So you have a hitchhiker come on, blah, blah, blah. Okay. You pick up the hitchhiker. That hitchhiker would have a trait. Yep. And everybody in the car would have to pick up and act like that trait. Oh, my God. And then once you would get another hitchhiker, the person in the back seat in the left would get out of the car. The hitchhiker would get in, and you'd rotate seats. So then the driver would go to the back right, and the hitchhiker right. would come in. And then everybody would have – and you would do a scene. And, oh, and, and this is what I'm saying. Like, and this – the point of the story is like today's day and age. You couldn't do what I did. In high school. Oh, okay. I think we have the same story. And I'm talking about <laughs> 1995, 1996 when I was in high school. Right. I got into the car as the hitchhiker and I was a mentally retarded disabled person. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and and <laughs> the, the greatest thing was is my drama teacher, my theater instructor, was when I got into the car, she became the driver. Oh, so she had to follow you? So she had to follow me. (laughs) And I was making these (laughs) – I was being a mentally, physically handicapped person to put it PC. Right. And me and Redarn. So, (laughs) right? And so I was doing this and I was like, eh. And she's – dude, without without a beat, she started trying to turn the steering wheel like this. And I was like, here, let me help you. And I leaned over, you know, and – you couldn't do that these days because people would be offended. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And I, I listen to comedians nowadays. I mean, you listen to uh, Dave Chappelle. You listen to some of the other comedians where they talk about retards and stuff like that and, and the politically non-correct things. And I heard of comedians like, you know, retards don't think the word retard is offensive. Okay. Because they're retarded, right. you know. They they feel like uh, mentally handicapped is more offensive than retarded. They okay. don't even know what the word retarded means. You that's, know, that's they, like a, one of those handle jokes. Like uh, I, I can make fun of deaf people I want because they're not going to hear the jokes anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> what exactly? <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's oh, to me what what. And, and you have more and more comedians coming out, and at the beginning of the show, look, if you're going to be offended, just leave now because this is comedy. You know, this, it, we push the edge. Comedy pushes the edge. Right. 
If you're a very offensive person, you shouldn't go to a comedy show. Do not go to uh, the improv. Do not go to the Laugh Factory. Do not go anywhere because, A, if you're in the audience, you're going to get picked on. Yes. Okay? And I bring this full circle, not to be political, but I heard recently that you know um, the Air Force is training Saudi fighters to be uh, F-15 fighter pilots. Oh, okay. Okay. And I heard this story today that there was an F-15 fighter pilot uh, from Saudi Arabia that had a mustache that you – know, and, and, uh, I'm sorry. In, in the military, there's nicknames. Everybody's given a nickname. Yes. You earn your nickname. Right. Okay? It's, and it's not offensive. It's, that's your nickname. You know, like Gomer Pyle, you know, <laughs> full yeah. metal jacket, you yeah. know? And um, <clears throat> this Saudi Arabian F fifteen <laughs> fighter pilot had this mustache that that, and I heard this on KFI. So I'll give credit to KFI. I heard it on KFI. Comes down and it as it comes down, it it starts to wrap down. So he got the nickname of Porn Stash. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and the thing and and what they were saying is the thing with nicknames is is. Um, the more offended you are by the nickname, the more it sticks. Oh, absolutely. So the more you have fun with it, the, but see, the thing is, the Saudi Arabians, they, no, no, that's a, they're very straight-laced. Yeah. And so basically what's happened is, is now in the Air Force where the uh, Air Force is uh, training these Saudi Arabian F-15 fighter pilots, they basically have become classroom-bound. Oh, um, is there safe spaces for them? No, because they, Saudi Arabia is embarrassed at their reaction to it and their ability not to – not necessarily to take jokes but to be offended. It makes them mm. pansy. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. And so this guy uh, – uh, Thin-skinned and uh, – Exactly. And apparently this guy that got nicknamed Porn Stash is uh, a well-to-do person in Saudi Arabia, you know, high-end, blah, 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 whatever. He's going to be an F-15 fighter pilot and he doesn't think that with his stature he should be made fun of. Uh-huh. And – in, in, it's in part a, of fucking growing up. But not only that, but in in, in 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 hazing and stuff like that in the military, it's to toughen you up. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's you got a job to do, and it wasn't meant to him. It wasn't said to him to be offensive. Calling him porn stash. It was just, it was yeah. just a nickname. That's fine. You know who gets you know offended by a nickname. You know, it, if you get offended, like you said, that's when it draws the attention. Exactly, it draws that. more targets on your back. So what happens is more and more people started calling him porn stash, porn stash, porn stash, and I guess something happened, blah blah blah, and it made the Saudi Arabian government and the royal family and stuff like that uh, offended, embarrassed uh. that this guy got offended by a nickname to the point now where the military uh, is grounding them. They're not hands-on training them. They're all quarantined in a in a classroom. Oh, so he's now being useless. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're learning all the training. He can't use now because yeah, they're they're not the they're not intermixed with everybody. And the Saudi Arabian government oh is God. really mad, not at the U.S., but mad at their own people that they embarrassed the Saudi Arabian. People, because we are taking the time to train them and do all this stuff, and they're getting offended. You're going to be fighting. You're going to be flying an F-15 
fighting in combat, you're learning how to do this, and you're going to be pansy and be like, oh my god, he called me porn stash. I want to yeah. find an F-15, but he called me porn stash. What? Are you kidding me? In that case, maybe he should be grounded. Maybe right. <laughs> he doesn't. It doesn't belong in the air at that point. So it, I. I do, do, do you remember any nicknames when you were growing up that you were called? They were supposed to be crash, crash. What? Yeah. From I played basketball in high school. Okay. And I, I was the type of person to go balls out. You know, go after the ball and stuff like that. But um, I wasn't the. I wouldn't say not the most athletic, but I would trip over the lines in the basketball court. Okay. Oh, um, the going after lines, the balls. They were even with yeah, the yeah, okay. exactly. Like I, I would find a way to trip over the lines. All right. They, they imp- joked about it. That's impressive. Th- so they called me crash. <laughs> okay. You know, I embraced it, but that's me. I, I don't, I don't care. You know, I, I embrace it. Whatever. Yeah. Try and offend me. Try and embarrass me. I don't really care. I embarrass myself enough. It doesn't matter. Exactly. You know, I, I go out of my way to embarrass myself. That's the mentality that I had from a young age as well. Because when I was younger, uh, before I got fatter, uh, my ears protruded a lot more from my head than they do now. My face has now caught up to my ears, so they're not as huge. But I, I used to be called Dumbo growing up. Oh, I had the Dumbo. Yeah, you had a Dumbo? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just became my thing. Or like I, I call myself Dumbo. And then once I got to high school, it was um, Big Geary was, uh, became my name. Ah, because they... A, Got yeah, it. My, last name's, last name's Gary, so, I like that. Bigiri. I'm going to call you that from now on. Right? No. And and instead of being offended, I was like, that was it. Right? I'm going to own it. And it, it went away very quickly. What's the problem with owning it, man? Nothing. Nothing. But see, that's that's the thing. With nowadays, everybody's offended at being, at being offended. Yeah. And not even at that. People are offended not only at, at themselves being attacked but by other people being attacked right i'm a third party i'm offended for you like i cannot i cannot be offended at you calling somebody retarded i'm not retarded how is that offending me you're not calling me retarded yeah why no, but, am i offended but they they're probably offended and they're not going to speak for themselves but, uh, right so here i'm going to speak for them and fuck you i i uh, the, 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 i've never i mean if you've ever listened to this show if you ever looked at my my description on <laughs> Rat Pack Production. On the, on the website, yes. It's, I am it's very offensive. I am probably <laughs> I am probably the least PC person. And if you email the show or you have any comments on me, eh. That's All right, fine. cool. I, I'm I'm not gonna critique your comments. I'll critique myself. Right. But I won't critique your comments. Right. You know, I mean yeah, you you can have your opinions. That's fine. But when in society did people get so offended by other people's opinions? It's 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 the craziest thing. I grew up with the phrase "opinions are like assholes." Everybody's got one, and they, they all, all smell stink. like shit. Oh, okay, yeah. That's how I grew up. You know. Yep. Also, with the phrase of, "If you're gonna cry, I'm gonna give you something to cry about." Right. You know. <laughs> I mean, the belt clearing the loops. I mean, but yeah. now everything's so pansy ass. Yeah. You know, uh, snowflake, whatever, however you want to. You know, I don't care if you get offended by this. You know, comments. Uh, I don't care. Um, if you're offended, then you have an issue. Right. Not me. It's, you have the it's, issue. It's a personal thing. It's a personal thing to you. You feel personally attacked. It, I'm not attacking anybody. It, unless you are deliberately going out of your way to attack somebody on who they are as a person, then at that point, you may have some merit to get offended. You and I talk about each other. Uh, constantly. <laughs> constantly. Yes. There was a lot of drugs that before the podcast. We will not repeat now, but there was a lot of things happening. But the greatest thing is, is <laughs> you and I, 
here's the difference, people. We play on it. Yes, exactly right. You know, we we play on it. If I say something about you, like eh, whatever, you know. The other day at work, somebody said something like, "Oh man, you look mighty fine." It was a guy. He was joking with me, mm-hmm. right? Ever? And I was like, "Dude, I sh- I knew I shouldn't have worn this miniskirt to work, <laughs> right?" I wasn't offended. He wasn't like hitting on me or anything. He was just joking with me or whatever. I was like, oh, man, I knew I shouldn't have worn this miniskirt. I was like, dude, hey. And then next thing you know, I was like, uh, hey, I get off. If I, can you make sure I get to my car okay? You know, <laughs> it, 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 became a running, it became a running joke the whole day. Absolutely. So then the next day I come in, he's like, hey, man, how are you doing? I said, good, good. I said, man, I had to take that miniskirt off, man. It was just, you know, too much breeze going up the yeah. skirt. You know, I was wearing it. See, but how much of that you think is uh, – oh, okay. I'm going to project on you, but for, for my own personal self, the, the whole owning the joke thing became a defense mechanism that if if I make fun of myself first, you can't make fun of me. It's like we enveloped the 8-mile theme before 8-mile came out. Oh, yes. That guy's name's Clarence. <laughs> yeah, that – the movie. <laughs> You know, but no, that that uh, I, I love that movie because he's like, you know, I'm going to come out and I'm going to talk about everything bad about myself and my the people around me and everything. So, so you, you have, have nothing, nothing to, to say. say. Exactly you know, right. That is how I grew up. Yep. So when that movie came out, I was like, you know what? That that's that's how it is, and that's how I try and teach my kids. You know, it's like it doesn't matter. Who cares? The more the more um, sticking point you give to what people say to you. And the more offended you get at it, yeah. the more they're going to do it. And that's an unfortunate reality to a society is that if you give somebody a target, they will take it. So by taking away the target, it's it's better for you. It, it sucks that it is that way, but that's the yeah. reality. And it's it's a better way to be. If I make fun of myself, then you can't make fun of me. So I'm owning it before you get to own it. Okay. It's kind of like getting ahead of a scandal type of thing. Growing up, when you were in grade school, yeah. elementary school. Junior high school. Um, you had your, your friends, right? Yep. You all picked on each other, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you played games. You picked on each other. You called each other's names, you know, you doo-doo head, you know, smelly face, whatever it is. You know? I was more creative than that, but go ahead. Yeah, well, <laughs> right? <laughs> but today's kids, in, in, not to get too personal, I'm dealing with it now. Mm-hmm. Today's kids get offended by kids being kids. Right. Kids are not allowed to be kids anymore. No. You know, they're not allowed to be uh, elementary school kids and call each other names. You called me a name. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, you called your name uh, so bad. Dude, he called you a name. He called you doo doo head. Big deal. Right. What did you do? Oh, I told the teacher. Dude, when I got called names as a kid, I was like, shut the fuck up. Oh. I mean, I. But depending on what grade, I, I didn't say, say shut the fuck up. Like, you know, school? I was like, oh shut God. up. You know, I was yeah. like, shut up. You know, when as I got older, I was shut like, your big uh, uh, mouth. As, uh, I, as I got older, it wasn't even <laughs> shut the fuck up. It was like, okay. Yeah. You know, I was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, look at you, big guy. It's like seeing that 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 uh, uh, that big truck lifted with the big exhaust going down the street. It's like, yeah, you're compensating for something. You know? <laughs> That's even nicer than what I say. Whenever I hear a big truck drive by, I'll be, uh, I'll say to whoever I'm with, wow, that guy's got a huge penis. Yeah, I do the same thing, right? <laughs> but it's, it's those type of people. It's like, oh my gosh. It's like, 
uh, it, it irritates me see, because I deal with it on a day-to-day basis. Right. You know, I had a bad day today. Why? Because so-and-so was mean to you. What did he say? What, what did he do that was mean to you? <laughs> he called me a doo-doo head. Or, or I was like, are you kidding me? And I don't want my kids to grow up like that. Right. You know, I want them to grow up the way I grew up. But it's hard to teach them and steer them down that path when every other student, every other kid in their school is being nannied. Plus, if you are that person that says, toughen up, get through it, now you're the asshole. You're the one that's being like, really? That's how you talk to your kids? Like, well, yeah, I don't don't want them to grow up like you. Yeah, my, my kid my kid is going to grow up to be the one where if he gets bullied, he's not going to commit suicide because he's going to be tougher than that. Right. It, it's a certain amount of uh, – Crowell always calls it grit. Adam Crowell. He's, yeah. uh, he always calls it grit. So, so something you have inside yourself. That's what's to, missing out there. Yes, 100%. There's a lot of babying, a lot of uh, helicopter parents yes. that are just there constantly. Let Nemo touch the butt. Yeah. Let him touch the butt. He's not gonna know if he likes the butt. Let him make mistakes. Wait, let him let him gonna, fuck up. Yeah. Well, not a, uh, the butt, uh, but you know, not fuck up the butt. He, he's gonna learn. But, Either way, he's gonna learn. If <laughs> if the butt doesn't consent, <laughs> he wants to quit. <laughs> what? Sarawa. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Now you're going back to my high school days. It's guilty. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, uh, life goes on. It does. And then that's the, the, the essence of chaos. Life. Uh, we'll find a we'll way. Find a way. <laughs> By the way, I watched <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's series or whatever on it was. It's on Disney Plus. Oh, his new series that he's got Jeff Goldblum, uh-huh. where he's uh, unexplainable or unimaginable or whatever. Whatever he's, he's got a great I have show. No idea. What you're talking he's, about. Dude, he's got to a, hear this. He's got a great show. Whatever I love, he does, I want to see it. I freaking love Jeff Goldblum. He's the best. <laughs> dude, the guy's great. So we wa- I, I can't remember what it's called. Damn it. I just watched it last night. Anyway, uh, Jeff Goldblum has a series out, and he goes into interesting things. And it's on Disney+. Plus. I have Disney+, Plus and it's, it's great. Um, I haven't made that commitment yet. I, I, I feel like I might eventually. You might as well because it's going to be going up in price. Is it the world according to Jeff Yes. Goldblum? Okay. Dude, you are going to love it. The first um, episode is about sneakers. And he is so Jeff Goldblum. I don't care what he says. I'll believe it. it, it dude, he, it dude, his freaking apartment commercials, you know, or whatever. Yes, no. apartment.com. <laughs> the greatest commercials ever. But no. And, uh, and Thor uh, Ragnarok when he was the uh, ambassador of the things. It's, <laughs> He's amazing. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Amazing. Hashtag laugh goals. Uh, apparently, <laughs> uh, after I watched the first episode, I was like, Okay, he's very he's very Jeff Goldblum, right? That's very a good very thing. flamboyant, and I was like, "Is he gay?" I don't think so. He's not. I can't imagine. No, he's not. Okay. In fact, he was married to Gina Davis at one point. Oh, yeah. What? Um, so after the first episode, I was like, "Oh, he's very flamboyant. He, he's gayish. No, not." I, I don't want to be offended, what? offensive to Hold people, on. but that that is offensive to shut me. Shut up, you're gay. Oh, damn it! How did you know? You're very happy. Don't tell Annie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I Who's mean, Annie? Uh, uh, and Drew. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
I have to say, that's, that's, a, that's the first time you've ever got me to lose it yes. that much. Fantastic. I'm going to hit the floor later. You just spit all over the place. <laughs> there seems to be a rag on the floor. Yeah. It's not mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, Andrew. I'm not on the rag. It's on the floor. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but <laughs> where was I? Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. You have to watch it, dude. I, it's great. Right. So after the first episode, I was like, is he gay? I, I started questioning. It, so I Googled him. Okay. And, and he's married and he's got kids, blah, blah, blah. And, and I was like, well, he was married to Gina Davis. I'm talking to my wife. She's like, I, that Ooh. sounds familiar. Who is that? I was like, she was in Beetlejuice. Yeah, she was in this. You know, it's like uh, she's like, uh, oh, okay. And then I showed a picture of her. She's like, oh, okay. She was the president of the United States in one in one show. I think. Huh? Obama. No, <laughs> was not, that offensive? No. What? Too soon. Wait. I, I don't know how old I. What? <laughs> uh, long kiss, good night. Yeah. Oh, long kiss, good night. She was. Just, he was married to her, and I was like, I never knew that. Fantastic. You know, it's like, but. Going back to the offended stuff, I mean, people need to stop being offended. If you're offended by listening to this show, sorry, turn it off. Yeah. You know? I'm, and that's the reaction everybody should have to everything. If you're watching something you don't like, it offends you, switch something else. In this day and age, there's a thousand different things you can watch. Nay, a million things you can watch. Something on Netflix, something on Amazon Prime, anything. Saturday Night Live. If you're, if you're offended by it, move on. There's plenty of other things you can be entertained by. Right. Instead of focusing on this one thing, it's like, ah, guess what? That's not for you. That's for people that have senses of humor. So move on to something else. Go watch a fucking documentary. Uh, for instance, I, I, saw, I saw on Facebook, and I very rarely use Facebook. I scroll through Facebook, but I saw this thing. A said, League of Their Own. League of Their Own. There yes. you go. Right? Um, oh, I love Gene Davis. So – I was scrolling through Facebook today, and it was like I saw this advertisement for the uh, Echo Dot. Oh, I have, I have several. Echo, Echo Dot for ninety nine cents with Amazon Music. I have, I have up, one right here in the studio. Right? Sign up for Amazon Music, get an Echo Dot for ninety nine cents. And people were commenting, "Oh yeah, if you want the NSA to listen to you." Oh, and then other people were sitting there commenting, going, um, "Do you have a cell phone? Do you have a computer? Uh, they already know everything about you." Yeah, who cares? You know, it's like. Is your uh, a? I don't think my life is that interesting for the NSA to be listening in on me. Right. If they are listening to me, they're having a great time. Right. There's so many hilarious antics that that I get up to. Did you say Hillary's antics? Hilarious. Oh. Oh no! Damn it! Echo, shut off. (laughs) Stop. Echo, stop. Oh. But I, I, I do like. I do like. It's funny, though, how you can Google something. Like if you're looking to purchase something, you can Google something or look it up on Amazon. Oh, yeah. And then you go on your Facebook and then all of a sudden you may have already purchased it. And now all these ads for that item that you were looking yeah. for pops up. That's It doesn't bother me. I don't, no. I don't care. My, it only bothers me when I find a better deal than what I got. Okay, true. Yeah, that, that, is, that is bothersome. Yeah. But, but it's advertising. It, it's, it's the way that people make money. It's today's world. It's yes. today's society. It's, it's how things are today. If you're very concerned about your privacy to the point where you don't want anybody to know anything about you, then you can't have a Facebook. You can't have any kind of social media. You, you can't basically be online. Wait, no. And then where are you? But you're, it, but, you're, you're in, you're in the, uh, the village with uh, M. Night Shyamalan cut off from the world. Okay. 
I get that. Okay. Go off the grid. Yes. Build a log cabin in the middle of nowhere right. and don't have a cell phone to and and, and then, make sure that you have uh, Faraday cage insulation so there's no electrical signals. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, become Amish. You can't get away from it. No, you can't. No matter wh- and, and, who or where you are. The funny thing is, is like I know people that still pay all their bills via check. Wow. Because they don't want to pay online. And, this and they people, also hate efficiency. No, these are people very, <laughs> very close to me. Oh. Oh. Like family member. Okay. Okay. And I don't have to worry about saying it because she doesn't listen to this anyway. But she pays everything via check. Because podcasts are on technology, so there's never going to be a way that... Well, because this person doesn't listen to podcasts. Okay. Um, she probably doesn't even know what a podcast is. Mm. Anyway, I mean, she knows I go podcasting, but okay, it's irrelevant. Um, <laughs> this person still pays everything via check. All her bills get paid via check. She still pays the bank a fee every month to get her checks returned. And I'm like, well, why? What? Um, it's microfish copied on your account. You got uh, online banking. You can digital. you get a copy of it. I found out through a study. Microfiche? Yes, that's very outdated technology. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Was it 3D printed? And uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a hologram now. They have hologram checks. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you're making that up. Anyway, this person, I was like, I heard a study recently that, um, A, that is the easiest way for people to steal your identity is checks. The safest way to pay your bills is online. Wow. Right. Duh. Yeah. Now this person's going through an uh, issue where people are taking their mail and opening accounts. Oh, no. And is it Santos L. Helper? It's the elf okay. on a shelf, <laughs> which we can go into that right now oh. because we, we okay. We're no, running out of time. No, no, we're not. No, we're not. We, we got we got time for this segment. Right. Um, this rant. Uh, okay. When <laughs> do you explain to your child that Santa's not real? Uh, oh. That um, elf on the shelf was never real, mm-hmm. um, and certain Christmas movies don't uh, depict Santa. It's just a movie. It's just it's entertainment. You okay. know. All right. Uh, hmm. I'm dealing with an eight year old. So for me, it was not my choice. I didn't have to have the conversation with with, with my daughter about whether Elf on the Shelf is real, Santa Claus is real. It was a realization she came to on her own. I did the Elf on the Shelf. I thought it was adorable. Uh, I, I did make the mistake of putting the elf on the shelf at one point, moving it from the kitchen, living room, and I put it in her room. So when she woke up, she saw it and she was like, what is happening? <laughs> so you scared the hell out of her. She, this is not, I, I will not credit that with her disbelief in the whole thing. I just knew from that point forward, it needs to be in plain sight. Because now when she, when she woke up in the morning, she'd walk around and just be like on pins and needles the entire morning. Where the fuck is it? <laughs> Where are Sparkles? Is it over there? Ah, Your ah. elf had a name? Sparkles? Sparkles was the name of our oh elf. So I'm, I'm dealing with that now. Okay. Uh, eight-year-old son. Um, my my issue is is Elf on the Shelf. Uh, I didn't grow up with that. That's a new thing within the right. last 10 years. Right. Okay. Um, and my 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 eight-year-old son is, is my stepson. But – for all he's, intents and purposes. For all intents and purposes, he's my stepson, but he's more my son. Right. So when he goes to his his, his 
father's house. Biological father. Yeah. Um, his biological father is 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 with the woman who has four other kids younger, and and they do all the whole Santa. And he still believes in Santa Claus, which eight years old. Okay, great. But now he's getting into an age where at school kids are going to start saying Santa's not real. Okay. Um, so recently he comes back from Thanksgiving break and talking about Elf on the Shelf. Okay. And the Elf did this and the Elf did that. And he goes, how does this Elf move? You know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like he – his own mind, he comes up. He's like – he realizes the elf is not real. He's so logical. I love that about him. It's a stuffed animal. Yeah. So he comes up in his own mind that somebody moves the elf. Okay. So we tell him, look, you already told us that somebody moves the elf, which you already said you understand and know that the elf's not real, that somebody moves it. And he's like, oh, the <laughs> parents move it. So he already knows the parents move it. Okay, great. You know that. But the younger kids that you go visit when you go to your biological father's house oh, don't know that. Okay, It is your job, your responsibility to keep that going for the keep younger the people. alive for, for the people that are not. So we need yeah. you to continue to pretend, which is act, that the elf on the shelf is real. Okay. Even though you know the parents are moving it and putting it in odd that's, that's predicaments and stuff like, like that. that. So like when, when, when do I tell him that Santa's not real because he still really believes in Santa? Oh, so, so he, the, he's caught onto the elf on the shelf, but not to the no, concept to, of Santa. To the point where we're watching the Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell, Russell the other boy. night. And he's like, Oh my God. Blah, and he thinks it's like, here's my problem. The guy is so <laughs> literal. The dude is so literal. I love him, but drives me crazy because he has a hard <clears throat> excuse me he has a hard time understanding acting real fake not real movies he thinks are real right oh, okay okay All right. for instance we're watching a movie the other day we are watching x-men oh yeah and Woo. patrick stewart plays professor x yes because, three uh, three quarters uh, hold on three quarters <laughs> into the movie <laughs> He's like, that guy looks like Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> and I have to explain to him, dude, this is not real. That guy's name is Patrick Stewart. He is an actor. A now, now th actor. this is an eight-year-old I'm yeah. explaining this to. Sir Patrick Stewart. He is an actor. His name is Patrick Stewart. This actor, Patrick Stewart, plays Professor X. This actor... Patrick Stewart also plays Jean-Luc Picard. It's the same person playing two different characters. Yeah. So you could see the wheels turning in his head. He's like, I don't understand. What do you mean? So That's interesting. So, so he's two different people? We're like, no, 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 no. He's not two different people. He is Patrick Stewart. That is him in real life. Right. This is a movie. This is make-believe. This is not real. Star Trek is not real. What if you showed him the promo from the Rat Pack podcast where you're wearing a dress? Would that blow his mind? <laughs> I mean, like, wait, he also wears dresses? I don't. <laughs> that <laughs> looks like you, Dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So that would be a weird. <laughs> I, I don't know. And, and it's okay. So you understand. 
my son we call Young Sheldon. Yes. Because <laughs> it's accurate description. That is his mentality, right? This and and also we call him the smartest dumb person we know, <laughs> right? Because he's so smart. The it's just the book smarts versus street smarts. Yes, the, the dude is smart. He's and he's, brilliant. He's a brilliant kid. But if he's standing there and he's fidgeting and stuff, you tell him to sit still. He'll be like, "But I'm not." What do you mean sit? You want me to sit? Like, <laughs> like yeah. no, you you don't understand. You There's know, no so, chairs nearby. What am I going to so do? So he's literally yeah. young Sheldon. He takes yeah. everything literally. So you have to say stand still, right? You know, it's like, and I'm learning to deal with that because, like I said, he is technically my stepson, but my son. So I'm learning to deal with how to handle him and his mind. And it's 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 challenging because with the literal mind yeah. lacks a lot of common sense. Right. Was because uh, I, I hang out with him a lot, and there's a lot of things that I I get from him, and I can appreciate. So it's almost like uh, I feel like I'm this weird person that I'm, I'm like the TARDIS in in a weird way, where I, I can speak. Uh, maestro, timely, wimely, nimbly, bimbly. Because no, I, I, I translate things. I can speak maestro. I can speak Annie. I can speak cowboy, and I, I can speak uh, your son. Uh, there's a lot of languages that are happening in my brain that are autocorrecting, and I can easily. So you got Google translation in your head? Exactly right. Okay. So when he, he's hanging out and we're playing NASCAR, and uh, he, he's in the mode, and uh, Alexis, my, my daughter, she's getting a little uh, frustrated with the way that he's playing. I have to translate this is what he means this is what he's saying and then it all works out okay at the end of the day did he say thread the needle no he did not okay because i got that dude hooked on nascar (laughs) it's very clear because he knows every single nascar player every number every driver every crew chief he in fact we were playing it was the three of us my my daughter uh myself and and uh and your son we were playing and we had fallen so far behind, my son, that we were just like, "All right, we need to find out who this person is." All right, this guy is ahead of us. His name is Andrew Jackson. I don't know his name. <laughs> uh, what color is his car? And he tells us that's the color of the car. So we find that color of the car. We knock him out of the road. <laughs> we got him. All right, now we're now we moved ahead because he has everything memorized yeah. as far as the color of the car, the number of the car. So we, now we're targeting those people. We're just like, all we see is a name. This name. You, 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 Give me the color of the car and the number of the car. And then we can knock them off. You're the thinking this year. <laughs> You're playing NASCAR Heat right. on Xbox One, yep. which is current drivers. Yes. We don't have Xbox One in my house. Okay. We've got Xbox 360. So we're playing NASCAR 2015, NASCAR 2009. Okay. Uh, oh. The thing is, is in 2015, the drivers weren't driving those same numbers that they're driving today. They got oh, different sponsors right? and stuff. Even in NASCAR 2015 or 2009, doesn't matter what we're playing, he'll tell you. He's got them all. <laughs> who was driving that car, that number, that sponsor, that year? See, that's amazing. But but it's also the same kind of way that I think I am with like my NASCAR for him is my Doctor Who. Yeah, okay. I, I have I have knowledge that doesn't matter to anybody else in the world, but I I can pull it out at any given point and recite it. I used to be the same way uh, when I was growing up. I was uh, sports. I, I had all the baseball cards, basketball cards, and I had Beckett's to give the prices of all these people. And I had sleeves and binders of all a bunch of cards, and then the back was the Beckett's so you can price all these cards. 
that, that was my that was my jam at the time. I've since moved on from sports, and now I've become more uh, into the nerdism, uh, whatnot. I prefer geek. You're right. You're right. Geek uh, is pop culture and more less nerdism, more book type of things. But anyway, I I understand him in, in a way that is interesting to myself because it kind of harkens back to like I, I get what you're going for, I get what you're trying to say, and I understand it. So it it jives with my brain. So I can then translate that to uh, to my daughter and, and my girlfriend and make it all make sense. They don't get it as quickly, and it's it takes a little bit more like, eh. <laughs> Did you get that? And, yeah, no, <laughs> and, there, and there's, there's certain things, and trust me, I love my NASCAR buddy. Right. Okay? I love the fact that he is you like You guys dressed up for Halloween. You guys are both uh, NASCAR people, right? Yeah, this next Halloween, we're going to be both NASCAR people. That's right. <laughs> uh, he actually dressed up as Kevin Harvick in the Jimmy John's uniform this last Halloween next year. Um, he wants to be William Byron, his favorite driver. Yes. The number 24, which <laughs> my favorite driver growing up following NASCAR was Jeff Gordon in the number 24 car. Okay. William Byron took over in the number 24 car oh. and is going to be a great driver, especially next year. He's, he's only a couple years in, so he's developing. Okay. And uh, so his, his driver is anybody on Hendricks Motorsports, <laughs> uh, but specifically the 24 car. So next year, he wants to be William Byron, and he wants me to be Chase Elliott. All right. And I'm like, I'm fine with being Chase Elliott. He's the uh, most popular driver in NASCAR. Oh. Um, Voted the last two years. He's been the most popular. He's not like the most winningest driver in NASCAR, but he was in, you know, whatever. Anyway. um, (laughs) But. uh, I'm following everything that you are saying. He (laughs) reminds me of me. When I started watching NASCAR in 1992. Oh, okay. And 93, 94, 95, and then, you know, Jeff Gordon became my favorite driver. I followed him in sprint car, blah, blah, blah. I knew the driver of every car. You know, you give me a number, I can tell you who the driver was. You know, he reminds me exactly of me when I was younger. Fantastic. And, but he's got such a memory with statistics, with. I can't. I can't wrap my head around that. This guy, this son of mine, is going to be the greatest sports commentator ever because he's not going to need paper in front of him to recall something. Right. To recall a stat. He will know it and he will remember it. You can ask him who won the, this race last year and he will tell you, oh, so-and-so won this and so-and-so flipped and so-and-so got in a crash and so-and-so finished second, so-and-so finished third. But he will tell you. And – he will tell you that even watching the race two or three times, he will remember the whole race. That's amazing. And I'm, I'm very jealous of that. I can't remember things that the, well. The kid, my son, aspires to want to be a professional athlete in some way. He well, went from right. wanting to be a football player to wanting to be a hockey player to wanting to be a NASCAR driver. And it's like okay. – eh, but he's not – physically inclined to do that but it's based on his motivations at the time exactly okay but i'm pushing him be a podcaster no No? to be a sports commentator okay because i think same realm i think he'd be i know that i know he could go down in history as the best sports commentator ever with his ability, yes. his knowledge, and his loving of sports, because he loves sports. He's just not it's, – it's his fine motor skills. Right. 
you know, and that's what hinders him in doing certain things. Uh, but the dude's got a brain like no other. Absolutely. We did talk with the idea of having him uh, – we, we would record something and then have him commentate with us. Yeah, a race or something like that, you know, and then commentate on it. Yeah, that would be so much fun. The the uh, the thing that would be great is once his vocabulary – the dude can spell like no other. Um, it, it's, it's the understanding of what word re- means what. Okay. So um, we'll watch a football game. We'll watch a NASCAR race. And I can't hear the commentators because he's commentating <laughs> over the commentators. That's brilliant. And I won't be paying attention to the race or I'll try to be paying attention to the race. And he'll be off playing with his cars going around the couch, you know. Yeah. And the race is going on in the background to him. And I'm watching the race. And something happens. I'll be like, oh, what was that? And he'll be like, oh, that was so-and-so. I was like, you didn't even see it. He's like, no, I heard him. It's crazy. There was a time where uh, I was house sitting for you, and I was hanging out with uh, with, with your son, and uh, NASCAR was on while he was also playing a NASCAR game on his tablet. And he'd look over and then, oh, and I don't know the names, but you'd call him out like, oh, that just happened, that just happened, that just happened. Okay, back to his game. Like, what? How are you? How are you? What? What's happening? It's, it's. I don't know how his mind works, and I, and I want to find it's out more. Very impressive. It's very impressive because. The dude can be downstairs playing NASCAR in the game room. We can be upstairs watching TV. And me and my wife can – I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> me and my wife can be talking uh, uh, about random uh, – tangent. Right? We, we can be talking about something. <laughs> and he'll be so engrossed in his game, but they'll be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And he'll respond to us. And what we're talking about that he knows the answer to. And it's like, dude, A, you're doing four things at once. He's a superhero. That's what you are about. concentrating on NASCAR game. You are yeah. commentating on your game that you're playing. And you're hearing our conversation upstairs. Yeah. And it's like – but but it, He's faster than speaking tangent. There's – there's <laughs> but, but he's so – in a lot of things and, and this is where we're trying to teach him to slow down. Okay. Slow down. Because there's a song, uh, I think it's by Alabama. I'm in a hurry to get things done. I rush and rush until life's no fun. All I really want to do is live and die, but I'm in a hurry and don't know why. Oh, my. That's that's pretty deep. Yeah. Holy. And what? that's my son right there. In a nutshell, or a song, country, that's my son right there. His, he's got, he's got full-on FOMO. Yeah, I'm missing out. Yeah, his idea of being the best is being the fastest. Oh, oh, that's what Fox and, does, and it's hard, <laughs> and it's so difficult. And CNN, it's all news agencies. Well, because he's so he's so smart, and his potential and his ability is so on point and so there, he can do it. But his focus is on being the fastest and being the quickest that the potential doesn't show. Because he goes too quick and so like if he's writing something, spelling words, spelling tests, he can be the first one done and he will know how to spell every single word. The problem is, is you can't read it because he's <laughs> writing it so fast that it's not legible. All right. When the dude slows down, concentrates, he's got great penmanship. 
Okay. It's when he's trying to just get done and be done because he wants to get on to the next thing. Get, get on to the next thing. Get on to the next thing. Yep. Because he, he's not worried about what he's what's in front of him, what he needs to do and focus on. He's doing that so he can get to the next thing. He's always worried about yep. the next thing, the next thing, the next thing instead of what's in front of him. My daughter does the same thing where it's uh, – well, she'll take tests and she's more worried about whether or not she finishes last or first. So it's – I got to speed through this, get this done. So I'm not the last person taking the test. So she'll oftentimes be the first person done with the test but doesn't mean she paid enough attention to get all the right answers. It's – I'm not going to be the last person ever. She knows the right answers but she didn't take the time. Right. Because in her mind, and uh, maybe I'm projecting a little bit, it's, it's consideration for others. This, I want this whole thing to be done with. I don't want everybody waiting for me. So I'm going to be done quickly so that nobody's waiting on me. I'm not inconveniencing anybody else. But in that same breath, it's I, I'm speeding through it, and maybe they're not all correct. Does, does she realize that everybody in that classroom has to wait till the bell rings? It's hard to tell. See, it's it's a little different with my son because he's so driven by time and quickness and speed that he thinks if you're the first one done, you're the best. Okay. Because everything is a race to him. And I think that's why he is so involved in NASCAR because he didn't know NASCAR (laughs) until last year with me. He, I mean, I watch NASCAR every once in a while, but I wasn't as much into NASCAR until this last year. The couple years before that, I wasn't like so involved in it. Right. But this last year, when I saw him taking a liking to it, I was like, "All right, I, I, I got it back now. You know, I got yeah. a buddy again. You know, yeah. because I, I, I mean, my daughter was into it." Uh, because because oh, yeah. I was into it and she was okay. really into it, but the, you know, I mean, kids grow up. Yeah, and it's 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 off and on about things. And yeah. and, and uh, so so she grew up, and and you know, to each their own, you know. And and I applaud her for going down her own path and what interests her. Of you know? course, yes. I don't fault her for it one bit. But you know, I I, I didn't have a NASCAR buddy anymore. You know, so I kind of faltered from it, you know, and then Jeff Gordon retired and I was like, ah, whatever. But oh, anyway, yeah, he was, he was, he was the greatest. Yeah. He's Hall of Famer. Oh, dude. is he? Uh, oh, okay. Good. Yes. Hell okay. yeah. I just want to make sure I was on the right side. No, of no. <laughs> he's like, he's like Dale Earnhardt Sr. I've definitely heard both of his names before. <laughs> <laughs> You're so terarded. Oh, I'm such a terarded. I'm sorry. I'm less dick Darren. Dyslexic. Right. Retarded. Did you get it? Yeah. You're well, a little slow. I was trying to make sure. You I are definitely not trying saying. to be the fastest. Yeah. I'm the... So fast. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Turbo the snail. I am, I am like... <laughs> Do you ever see that movie? Turbo time. Turbo time. It's terrible-tastic. <laughs> you got you got a freaking totally different movie. What do you mean? I went Turbo, which right. is the snail, which is a racing movie. You went, like, I'm Re- Turbo, yeah, which is wreck a Ralph. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I feel like we're on the same page. I don't understand what you're. 
At least we're in the same book. <laughs> we're, we're in the same book, but I, I think you read faster audibly. Uh, audibly, audibly, you read faster audibly than I do. I do mentally. listen to my audio books at one point five speed. <laughs> so I definitely listen faster. So, so you want to be faster than yeah? What? Well, let, let, let's be honest. I'm Sometimes being fast is best. I'm a redneck, so you know. Um, Takes me a while to read words. Okay, you know. All right. Very scoffed evictive. Wow, this has been going on for a while. It's okay. It's fine. We can edit it. Eh, I'm not going to. No. Anyway, uh, so this has been Rider Rocks Tangent. Thanks for hanging out. We've what? been here for a while. Uh, once again, back to the beginning of the podcast. We we're yes. talking about Random Axe is going to be coming back, bigger and better than ever. Ho ho! So this has been literally a Random Axe. Because we had no topics. Anything. We had anything. anything. Yeah. Nothing. It was like, let's done, do this. We had done let's just, everything. Let's just do it. Yep. And so hopefully you enjoyed it. And if you didn't, then unsubscribe. And yeah, uh, hopefully rocks. if you didn't enjoy it, you're not offended. And if you are, eh, go suck rocks. Yeah, that's fine. So look forward to more of these. <laughs> In the future, in the future, they're going to be much more structured. Right. They Today was just an introduction to what we're all about. It was more of a, like you mentioned before, putting a stake in the ground. Yes. This is a, I'm putting this out there because my intent in 2020 is to make this bigger and better than it ever was before. And by saying this out loud and putting it on the podcast, it makes you more accountable to do it. Yes. And so here we are. As far as uh, structure, as far as content, as far as what we're doing, um, as far as us being the biggest critics of ourselves. Yes. Um, we also like your criticism. Yes, please. So email us, send us a message. How do we do that? Show at ratpack.productions. What kind of content you'd like to hear? What kind of stories you'd like to hear? Uh, do you like the random stories of our life, personally? Right. Do you want more day-to-day stuff? Topical things. If, if you're interesting in any way, shape, or form, if you have something to promote, artists, uh, any Anything. kind of artist. Etsy. Yeah. You know? If you have crap. an interesting story. In fact, I... Pretty sure during the course of the year, I will interview my parents at some point to have them on the podcast because my parents—they got to be interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. For, for you know what? Be here. You know what would be interesting show. is to interview my parents. That's never going to happen. Might be a little hard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, for those of you who don't know me, they're no longer with us, so that would be very interesting. That would be so supernatural. It would uh, it'd be a very short podcast. By the way, you need to... <laughs> hey, how are you doing? <laughs> Crickets. By the way, you need to watch Supernatural. I, I've tried. Uh, no, you have not tried. I'm more just taken down by the brevity of the seasons. There's like, what, 35 seasons now? What? It's, 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 it's daunting. The show's ended. I feel like it's never ended. No, it, it finally ended. Really? Did it? Yes. After season 35? No. It's like 27. I mean, you've watched all the Seinfeld seasons, so I'm sure you can go through this. <sighs> well, first of all, Seinfeld's Ooh. hilarious. I don't care what my girlfriend says. By the way, I tried to be soup Nazi at my work. 
<laughs> no chicken soup for you. <laughs> no, uh, seriously, we're out of chicken soup. <laughs> all right, it's right, right, fine. You're done. All right. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being part of the podcast. Yes. Like I said, look forward to more random acts of tangent. Uh, they won't be as random as this. Uh, they probably will. <laughs> They'll have topics that we start with. Right. But there will also be guests. There will be guests. There will be one-on-one guest episodes where we have interesting people talking about their interesting lives in all aspects of it. we got to have a random acts with significant others. Oh, my Me God. and my wife and you and your girlfriend. So, <laughs> so basically they need mics and we can just shut ours off and it will be fine. That's pretty much how it would okay. be. Yeah. Uh, they're very talkative, both of them. <laughs> Guess what? You know what the crazy thing is? is all four of us are Leos. It's weird. It's crazy. How did that happen? I don't know. That to me just proves astrology is bullshit. And by the way, my wife is a Democrat and I'm a Republican. How does that happen? Uh, I don't know. We don't talk about politics. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Smart. So smart. By the way, thanks for hanging out. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Feliz Navidad. No, dude, we're past Thanksgiving. Dude. Happy we're in, Easter. We're in December. Happy Easter. Oh, wait, that was last year we posted the podcast. It's been a while. Thanks for coming back. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de uh, Thanksgiving, oh, Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa, Not- Christmas. Uh, Happy holidays. Happy Feliz Navidad. Happy Kwanzaa. The Festivus for the rest of us. A Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> yes. A Festivus. All right. Until next time, I am Adam. And I'm still a cowboy. Woo!